0: Gang rape, the outrage and the protests, women and young children, babies, are still being raped. The brutality only seems to be growing and it is happening all across India. In a state like Kerala, which prides itself on the high rate of women's literacy and empowerment, here a three year old girl is picked up off the street and raped. In Nagpur, the RSS headquarters, where Chief Mohan Bhagwat talked about rape as a Western phenomenon, a ten year old girl is raped in her school and in the national capital region in Gazabad a chilling replay of the tragic events of December a 19-year-old girl trying to get to her home from a mall gets into a shared auto rickshaw where the driver and two passengers who have actually stolen the auto rickshaw rape her they passed at least six police checkpoints
1: it was a little after 8 p.m. when a 19-year-old girl an auto rickshaw from a busy market area in Ghaziabad. The auto already had two men, but she wasn't worried. Sharing autos is usual here. For two and a half hours, she was pinned down, gagged and raped. The
2: 19 year old girl
1: got into one of the autos like
2: these. Sharing autos is a fairly common phenomenon here in the Ghaziabad region. She was told that the two other men sitting inside the auto were actually passengers. Little did she know that they were in cahoots with the driver who had actually stolen the auto and taken her for a joyride. On their way, the auto crossed six police checkposts. But neither the police and the cops stationed on those checkposts nor the ones in the PCR vans patrolling the highway could get a clue about what was happening inside the auto. After having raped her on one of the secluded areas on the national highway, the three men left her on the road. But not before, they robbed her of all her cash and even her mobile phone. Around midnight, crying and bleeding, desperate for help, this is the Dhaba the girl game too. It's only then that a PCR call was made. After the brutal attack on the medical student in a moving bus in the national capital, the police was forced to act upon and even increase its presence, especially in areas like the shopping malls and in public transport. This case yet again highlights how little things have changed on the ground. In Ghaziabad, Sonal Mehrotra, NDTV.
3: Kidnapped at midnight when the three-year-old girl was fast asleep by her mother's side on a pavement Which was their temporary home in Malapuram in Kerala a? 25 year old jobless youth sexually assaulted the girl possibly raped her even hurt her by inserting a blunt object into her She was found abandoned unconscious bruised and suffering high fever her clothes soiled in blood mud rodents it will take at least eight months before the little one will hopefully be fully okay. Doctors at this institute of childcare in Korikode in Kerala say that she suffers severe injuries to the extent that some of her private parts are even torn. She has undergone two surgeries and will need another one in a week's time. The three-year-old is not letting go of the only person she knows too well, her young mother, all of 20 and pregnant for her third child. The police have arrested the only accused in the case. This is the second case of sexual assault and rape against a minor in two weeks in the state. Even as we live in our comfortable homes, this three-year-old girl along with her mother belonged to a family of rat pickers. They slept on pavements and they already had poverty to struggle with. Now, with the three-year-old rape survivor in this family, the struggles and the vulnerability of this family has only increased.
1: A 10-year-old raped at her school in Nagpur. The girl came 45 minutes early for her classes when a young boy dragged her behind the school and raped her. The girl, bleeding profusely, was rushed to the government hospital. Two days later, police say they've cracked the case. Despite the fact that the incident happened within school premises, the administration has distanced itself, claiming there was no negligence on their part. that
4: paper to to
5: school.
2: to school?
6: So
7: you them आज मेरी लड़की के साथ हुआ कल किसी और के लड़की के साथ ना हो दिल्ली में हुआ उसके बाद में मुरमाड़ी में हुआ तीसरा हमारे यहां का हुआ तो हमने ये सोचे कि हमारे हाथ में दे दीजिए वो अपराधी को या तो फिर फांसी की सजा सुना दीजिए
0: so the NCR uh, Kerala Nagpur where are women not just women but young girls as young as 3 safe in this country Well, sonal malotra who reported on the story from uh, ghaziabad that's bordering delhi joins me from the same mall Where this girl was trying to get home, Uh, she caught that auto, again like the Delhi girl gang raped in December, they were just trying to get home after going to a mall, so Sonal, you covered that story extensively, three and a half months later, you're covering another similar story, what do you see about what's actually changed?
2: Nothing seemed to have changed really, Sonia. It's just a chilling deja vu. Just three and a half months back, I was standing outside select city walk, reporting upon a similar case, talking to women, trying to understand the issue. Three months later, we are here again, outside another mall, this time in Ghaziabad. And the anger with people remains. But they're asking, you know, there, was, there were scandalite vigils, there were protests on the streets. But has that really uh, changed and translated into any action on the streets? And my fear is the answer to that is no. I'm going to go across to a few young women here. Uh, tell me... It is precisely from this region, right across where we are standing, she boarded an auto. You also have to go to your hostel right now. How Does that change or does that get you any amount of, I mean, I'm sure a lot of fear inside? Uh, no, nothing has changed. I am a college student. I had take auto from here daily. But after the tomorrow incident, I'm very scared. It's very unsafe for women to go anywhere. It's very unsafe and nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Do you see anything has changed? There were candlelight vigils, there were protests, people were angry, you know, police seem to be giving a lot of promising uh, notices, telling us what they've done, but do you see any change, any change in the ground? All the promises seem to be very fake and uh,
3: even after post what has happened in December, there's not a single change which is visible. It's all fake and uh, just false promises being given to people.
2: Not a single change. I also have with me Sonia, a father, a very worried father here. So I want to understand from you, when you send your daughters out, you obviously you're telling me there's a sense of trauma. The moment she gets out of your eye, you feel what's going to happen next. What are the things perhaps you would expect the government to do to get some immediate action, to get its act together right now?
8: You see, first of all, I would request the government for two things, basically. Number one, there should be very, very strict and fast decisions should be taken for the culprits who are doing such type of things. That is the most important thing. And second thing, I will request the government, you know, that they should ask police to be more vigilant. Because I was reading in the newspaper mm-hmm. where I have read that there were three or four posts, mm-hmm. police posts. There
2: were six checkpoints.
8: Checkpoint, mm-hmm. six checkpoint, and you know it has gone unnoticed, which is very very sad. I am very much afraid because my daughter also works, mm-hmm. and when she is not there at home, I feel
4: worried about her to be very frank.
2: You feel it's worried? Yeah. They said that fast track course perhaps
0: will be an answer, checkpoint. but. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to ask you, because you actually reported, you travelled that route that this auto rickshaw took with this uh, young girl in it through six checkpoints. Now, how is it that none of the police, uh, again, the fact that this had actually been stolen, this auto rickshaw, were the police not alerted? Again, it's a question of jurisdiction, because this actually falls into Uttar Pradesh, though it borders Delhi and this young girl actually lives in Delhi. So you have many people travelling across uh, the state's borders in a sense. How is it that the police did not see or suspect anything that this young girl was being held captive in this auto rickshaw?
2: Well, Sonia, let us just describe the entire route to you. She boarded an auto from here and then she was taken on NH24. Now, NH24 on any given day would be hugely crowded. And especially on a day like Saturday, you it's bustling with people. There are There is traffic all over. Police expected to be more on the vigil. But when we travelled on the route this morning also, we didn't find many cops there. Even the ones who were there were lazing around. You know, they had their dandas in hand. They showed their presence. But there was no real significance of it. In fact, you know, getting more than one people, what happened in this case of getting more passengers than one multiple uh, once in one auto is actually illegal but it's happening right under their nose here in Noida and nobody seems to care about it you know the, these people obviously right. are operating the police is in the know of it but it's all chalta hai no, nobody seems to care about it till the time you know something happens but one now everybody is getting to question even after these cases are coming to the fore is government and is the police really
0: sensitive and really looking forward to getting some change on the ground Right, in fact, uh, I'm going to travel now really from urban India, uh, the heart of urban India, Gazabad, bordering Delhi, you're outside a bustling mall, to a very different story. And uh, Radhika, let me go across uh, to you currently in uh, Kohikod in Kerala. This is a story of a girl who had nowhere to go home. Home for her was a street, Uh, she had no roof over her head, she used to sleep with her mother who was a rag picker, picked up off the street, raped brutally and currently in hospital we never look at safety of those who don't have homes to go to of it's often underreported tell us what you found in this tragic tragic story
3: pain agony and a huge sense of insecurity is all i uh, found uh, sonia in this particular story of both the child as well as the mother who of course refused to meet with us because she wants to spend mm-hmm. every single minute with that uh, child who is uh, fighting for her life. She's gone through two surgeries. There will be another surgery upon her a week later. Uh, But the only person she knows, she recognizes, and she wants the warmth of is her mother at the moment. And the mother herself, all of 20 pregnant for her third child is uh, by her side, meals given to the mother right at the bedside of that child because at this moment it is very important that the child doesn't develop infection because it is important that she comes out of what the doctors term as diversion colostomy. So uh, it is going to take at least 8 months and experts say possibly a year before the girl is actually able to be fully okay and when we say fully okay we are talking in medical terms. What about the trauma that she's gone through? Every time there is a case like this, there is a lot of anger there are yes. questions being raised
0: there yes sonia no, no I, I actually wanted to ask when we say 8 months so this is a family which doesn't even have a home who is going to be responsible for this uh, little baby's rehabilitation we know that the police have arrested a man a 25 year old man who apparently is jobless has he uh, what has he said or uh, what has he confessed to and who is going to actually look after this child and the mother now Well, A, the man, uh, the 25-year-old jobless youth, as uh,
3: claimed by the police, has apparently confessed to this particular crime. But again, Sonia, of course, this particular case, the mother has given a testimony that uh, she was uh, uh, harassed some days ago by a group of men and she suspects that they could be behind this act or one of them could be behind this act which is why this gentleman was uh, in fact uh, identified but it seemed that he put uh, his hands on some other few men and one of those it seems is now the only accused in the case who ha- who is in police custody. But talking of several other cases which you've reported not just in Kerala but several other cases particularly against minor children when there is a lot of public anger it seems that the police is under pressure and within hours or within a day there is an arrest that is shown as a man who seems to have confessed. But there are a lot of doubts that are raised over whether the arrest itself is that of, a ge- of the genuine perpetrator of the crime or whether that person is out uh, in the open and still uh, out on the streets. Uh, that answers question number one. But uh, briefly on the second point, that this particular child who is being treated at this stage also has another elder sister, all of five again. The mother is worried for her as well. The Child Rights Commission has uh, taken custody of this uh, five-year-old child and they do claim that uh, this particular child as well, the three-year-old child, will be taken care of. But uh, it seems that at this stage there are only child line or uh, helpline uh, uh, help and th- such activities that come to light. Only those cases which are reported get some immediate help for uh, now. But it seems that after this particular, yes. these particular incidents get reported, life uh, goes on. And, and we, we it seems that uh, they, they indeed move on because of the lack of fear of punishment or penalty.
0: Right. Uh, Radhika, Sonal, thank you for joining me. Uh, we need to keep our focus on these crimes, uh, really to make sure that there is response both from state governments, administrations and, of course, the police. Thank you very much uh, for joining me tonight on that. Let's just move from those tragic stories to the other headlines tonight. For the first time, you will have a right to demand services on time like passports, pensions, birth and death certificates. The right of citizens for time-bound delivery of goods and services and redressal of their grievances bill has been approved by the cabinet today. It also includes a penalty of up to 50,000 against any government official who fails to do his duty in time. Universal old age pension could soon be a reality as protests grow in Delhi for a universal old age pension. The rural development minister Jairam Ramesh assures them that this will happen. He doesn't give a time frame. He says in the Rajya Sabha today that the government has agreed in principle to do away with an criteria dividing them on issues of poverty lines. That there will be a universal old age pension. Meanwhile, a recommendation that the age of sexual consent be lowered to 16 doesn't come before the Cabinet today as scheduled after a divide amongst ministries. The amendments which were meant to be discussed also reintroduced the word rape instead of the gender-neutral sexual assault. It may come up next week if consensus is reached. The investigation into the murder of DSP Zia Haq is transferred to the CBI and the four FIRs filed. Raja Bhaiya, former minister, is named for conspiracy to murder. Zia Haq's widow says that Raja Bhaiya must be arrested immediately. Ahead of a crucial UN resolution, the center's ally, the DMK, slams the government's policy on Sri Lanka, says they must lead the voices against the Sri Lankan government for war crimes. The government under increased pressure to vote against Sri Lanka the UNHCR. Jay says the government is intimidated by Sri Lanka. Lalu Prasad Yadav enters the fray, saying this is not Tamil Nadu's problem but an all-India issue. Let India not
8: merely vote in the UNHRC. Let India, sir, take the lead in drafting the resolution. Sir, Tamil Nadu consists more than 8 crore people. We are looking at you. We are looking at you. We are asking you what are you going to do. We are going to do if you become a man, you will be able to solve the How we do it and what we do it, that freedom must be left to the government to be able to translate your wishes and your desires in a proper manner diplomatically.
0: Former Italian Prime Minister Berlusconi is sentenced to a year in jail over the publication by his family's newspaper of a transcript of a leaked wiretap connected to a banking scandal in 2006 against a political rival. This sentencing comes in the middle of a complex political impasse arising from an inconclusive election last week Berlusconi's sentence stayed till his appeals are over. The clashes get worse as lawyers and police face off once again in Jaipur. Lawyers go on a rampage, torching a vehicle and vandalizing a check post to protest against yesterday's police action against them. A DCP is also injured. Moving to our big focus on India Decides tonight, this is what elections should be fought and won on. Ending hunger is ultimately a test of good governance. And today in this special report, Sunetra Chaudhary brings you details from the ministry meant to oversee this on how some states have achieved a remarkable turnaround in ending malnutrition amongst children and others have failed miserably. The biggest shame is that in Delhi, India's capital, nearly 50% of children are malnourished. That's below states considered backward like Chhattisgarh. In fact, only Bihar and Orissa are worse than Delhi. The biggest turnarounds are in Gujarat, politically significant since the Congress has attacked Narendra Modi on his state's record, and in Madhya Pradesh and Maharashtra. These figures are part of the CAG report into the Integrated Child Development Scheme. Sunetra Chaudhary has the story.
4: I'm going to say the statistic a couple of times just to drive it home. Fifty percent of children in India's capital go to bed hungry. This horrific revelation through a CAG report accessed by NDTV shows that one out of every two children in Delhi is malnourished. This high 50% child malnutrition rate makes Delhi one of the worst of all states in India. Delhi in fact ranks just 27th out of entire 29 states. That's if you look at it just worse than Chhattisgarh. That's worse than it's really in a bad situation. Only Bihar And Odisha are worse than Delhi. What are the reasons for the high incidence of malnourished children in Delhi? Especially when states like Madhya Pradesh, states like Gujarat and Maharashtra have managed to turn it around. They had bad malnutrition rates, they've just changed it. Have a look at what's happening in Madhya Pradesh where it used to be 50%. Now it's down to 28.5%. That's not the only state. Even Gujarat has managed to turn it out. If you look at the rates, it's 70% in 2007. And it's now, that's the latest figures right now, it's now down to 38.7%. In fact, another state, Maharashtra, again, a fairly dramatic improvement from 45% in 2007 to 25%. That can be done. Delhi has gone down since 2007, but it's still 50%. When questioned by NDTV, Delhi government officials raised doubts about the veracity of these figures from 2011. But could that be an excuse? Because it is provided by their own government. The uh, Women and Child Development Ministry has collected all the figures together. Food activists say Delhi's malnourishment is due to the high incidence of infection in its congested areas. Perhaps one of the most shocking aspects of the story is Just the absurd reasons for not helping children get better nourishment. In some places, they didn't have growth charts to monitor. And in some areas, they didn't even have a baby weighing machine. Back to you.
0: Well, the startling new details of Sunetra Chaudhary, very important because it's shown that some states have made a huge turnaround. And that's good news. But other states and Delhi, India's national capital, needs to do much, much more. Well, joining me on that tonight, I'm joined by Harish Mandar. Now, of course, he's also a Supreme Court Commissioner looking, a Special Commissioner of the Supreme Court on the right to food. Also joining me are the politicians. I'm joined from the Congress from Andhra Pradesh, which again has a pretty bad record in uh, fighting malnutrition, according to these figures, is uh, Madhu Yakshi Gaud. I'm also joined by Pinaki Mishra from Orissa. Now, Orissa, of course, has traditionally been backward and it hasn't done as well as it should have. The success story is, of course, Gujarat and that's politically significant because we know that Narendra Modi has been in the eye of a storm over his remarks on malnutrition and how it's caused by Gujarati women wanting to keep their figures but the success story here of Gujarat's turnaround also with me tonight is Prasun Joshi now he's somebody he's a citizen of India who has come into tackling this malnutrition problem with what he can bring to the table and that of course is his writing and his help with the Prime Minister's campaign against malnutrition. Prasun Joshi I want to actually begin with you because you've studied this problem you've been part of the Prime Minister's campaign on one level, this is good news. We've seen most states have improved quite dramatically and the state you're from, uh, Maharashtra, Gujarat, Madhya Pradesh have all shown dramatic turnarounds. But in the heart of uh, India, in a sense, in Delhi, where the Prime Minister said it's a national shame, the figures are still terrible. What would you say?
6: see uh, i uh, i would not like to comment about the figures because the figures uh, are something which uh, i am just hearing right mm-hmm. now and, and we also had figures before we started this campaign then and, and it was uh, uh, how uh, i looked at the problem was more of a nationwide problem right. a problem which is which is a problem of this country mm-hmm. and uh, i did not see it in a, in segments definitely those are important because we need to make on ground efforts to correct those but as a communication expert when i was brought on uh, to the table it was really shocking to see that uh, you know um, almost every second child of this country is malnourished now when uh, when we read the problem it from a distant uh, you know, did, we don't did not see the impact of it, mm-hmm. but more you get into the problem, and see what it mani- what it means. It means that the half the population is going to be underproductive. It means the GDP we talk about is is not going to be the GDP because these are the people who are going to, the, the going to be the people who are going to be you know adults tomorrow and going to be you know part of nation building. Right. So it was a really a shocking sort of figure. And uh, and when we looked at the problem, it is not one-fold, it's many-fold. Okay. It's of course attempts by the government, but at the same time many myths which are attached with malnutrition. I mean, which nutrition is, is a very complex subject. It was not like a I had worked earlier on polio mm-hmm. where you had a solution that, you know, if you give polio drops, you can cure this. Here it is like since the, the child is conceived till the time, you know, child is two year old, you know, there is a constant care is required to the mother and the child and and a very uh, mindset needs to change towards what nutrition is all about. I think a lot of myths around it. So we we tackle a lot of that in this campaign, which we are currently running. It's a
0: complex, it's a manifold problem, and we can't reduce it to state versus state, which we shouldn't. But is it an issue? And I think that's a key point. Is it an issue about good governance? Is this something which elections should be fought and lost on? Well, let me go across first to Jain and Vyas, uh, of course, of the Gujarat uh, BGP. Mr. Vyas, for you, these figures are a sign that when Narendra Modi talks about good governance, it does extend to malnutrition as well, because the Congress has attacked the Gujarat for its malnutrition records.
8: I would feel happy that Gujarat is doing well as far as malnutrition issue is concerned. We have been successful by focusing on this issue and the results are speaking for themselves. So to that extent, if you uh, say that this is because of the interventions from the government, I think it's gratifying. But let me add to that this is a very complex issue. It, is, it, is, it is, should not be looked in isolation. Mm-hmm. This covers the child right from the conception to a certain age. That is one thing. But further, beyond that, even the research has shown that the eating habits, you, you know, as you grow from mid, uh, even the low income group to upper income groups, the food basket... Uh, relatively gets lesser share of the uh, funds Not only that The preferences and the composition of the food basket changes So you might be eating pizza or patsas Which may be more in terms of money But as far as the nourishment is concerned It may not contribute much So there are various issues which uh, need to be addressed And more importantly the communication Making awareness spread amongst the mothers Children, everybody alike, and then attacking this issue from all angles, I think can only bring the result.
0: Sure, but I, I don't think that uh, pizza, pasta argument is really relevant here. Because I think when we talk of malnourished children, we're talking more rural areas, and I don't think it's about urban areas and of uh, children may of under two really actually eating that. But let me get Madhu Yakshi Gowdin on a point which I think the opposition so and many. let
8: me, let me, let me, let me. Sorry, let I'm. I'm Yes. I, I want to add, a, make a point here. Let me add also. Yes. Say the fast getting urbanized, uh, also is again a problem. The villages, the kind of weedicides and pesticides that we have been using for the uh, benefit of the crops, yes. have totally destroyed some of the uh, vegetables, leafy vegetables which are available for the rural children free but of that, cost. But later, now, you later. know, you don't see Tandalja, you don't see chill, you don't see these little leafy vegetables.
0: Let me get in uh, Madhu Yakshi Gaud also on this because Madhu Yakshi Gaud, one of the major planks which will have attacked Narendra Modi on in a sense seems to have been undercut with these new figures and Andhra Pradesh, let me just look at Andhra Pradesh, a state where you come from now in 2007. The number of uh, percentage of malnourished children was around 54%. It's now down to 49%, but which is still very, very close to half of the children in Andhra Pradesh being malnourished. The question many would ask is that the Congress with its focus on welfare schemes, uh, the late YSR announced many uh, cheap price schemes, many social welfare schemes. Why is it that when we look at the results, it seems to be uh, so dismal? If you still have nearly 50% children in Andhra Pradesh malnourished.
7: Well, Sonia, this war when 42% of the Indian children below age of five, as Prime Minister mentioned, when under um, underweight and malnourished. Where to tackle this problem? When children are underweight and undernourished, and we can't hope for a better future for India. Our children is our country's future. Here, look at it. We, as I said, like even President Joshua was part of our Citizen audience team. Fast eight five years, many MPs cutting across political parties. We visited many states and even including Andhra Pradesh is a little better better off state compared to Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, and uh, Haryana, UP. We visited. So but here Madhya we Pradesh need to see where, do, where, where do you start? Where do you start? See, mother, uh, doesn't start turner. after childbirth. We need to tackle when from the. It, it begins from the, when the womb of uh, mother. We have to address from there the ICDS program to midday meals program, even even Andhra Pradesh in my own district. It depends on how the as you mentioned earlier during VSR Trajim, some of these funds how they were diverting, where service exhabay on ICDS programs, two women collectors in Nizambad and Karimnagar, they are focusing on cutting uh, the, reducing the mal uh, children mortality, mm-hmm. IMR and IMMR, and also focusing these strengthening these Anganwadis. These workers at Anganwadis have to, we have have a program where giving nutrition food to, uh, vitamins to the mothers who are pregnant. The even ICDS program taking care of nearly 34 million students. But Madhu Yakshi, you're not really answering the question. You're not answering the question Because
0: while you take 41% as the national average, the point is that certain states, of course, add to that, like uh, Bihar, which is around 80%, add to those national average. So it's skewed. Some states have performed remarkably well in changing their story. Uh, Madhya Pradesh is one of them, a BGP ruled state, Maharashtra is one of them, a Congress ruled state. So it's not about the party necessarily, it's about the governance and the Chief Minister involved. In that sense, How so the Niamh, Congress uh, states that have it, devoted so much funds we we to welfare made, we
7: don't f- seem to deliver we results. We formed a citizen alliance group sensitizing right from President to Prime Minister, Planning Commission, White Chairman to various Chief Ministers we visited. This is, as you said, it's not a state-wise problem. You have to tackle it in a multi-pronged approach here. Various, You, you can't say after children bo- child born. We need to tackle from right from when child is in mother's womb, and it is administration. It is implementation problem here. It is a district Some of the district we we suggested to the various government at prime minister also. Yes. Uh, encourage those district collectors and magistrate who p- perform very well, mm-hmm. and try to introduce some award for them. And it is district level. Implementation has to be required. Midday meal. Look at Akshay Patra scheme with the government supported scheme, Mm -hmm. supplying every day 1.3 million meals to the government and government aided school children. So the partly see the government is not complete. You can't totally depend on ICDS program here. We have let me get, private i uh, taken your point, Madhya. doing extremely no, good work. I, I, I've taken it's that
0: point, but but let me get, get, a, I said, let let me get in Harsh Mandar who's actually seen the performance of different states. Harish Mandar, when we talk about governance, is that what it boils down to? Madhya Akshik says not entirely. This is an all India problem. Don't look at individual states. But do you think it is important to pin accountability to chief ministers?
9: Absolutely. I mean, I do think it is. it is a governance issue. But I need to start with with one, you know, disclaimer. But I, I think for your viewers, mm-hmm. I looked at the data uh, in the CAG report, and and you see one of the big problems in our country is actually uh, uh, uneven quality of data. Mm-hmm. You know, the government uh, did the NFHS, write uh, the, the the sort of uh, definitive survey in two thousand and six, and has not done another survey mm-hmm. because the malnutrition figures. Uh, were, were really embarrassing, but but it doesn't help. So you know the CEG has put together data which I don't think is, is is very comparable. But I think that's that's beside the point. I just mm-hmm. wanted to, you know th- th- this is not definitive data, but it is true. I think Madhya Pradesh, for instance, has done a great deal to Im- improve its situation. Uh, it, it it has focused. Chhattisgarh has done a, a lot to focus. And, and on on Delhi's figures, I just wanted to say uh, say something. You know Delhi's figures, whether it's fifty percent, even the NFHS uh, figures were quite high, not quite as high as as fifty percent. And people would get startled, uh, you know where, where, are they, are they really hungry children in Delhi? In Delhi, uh, you know malnutrition is also not just about the amount of food that you can eat, but whether your capacity to absorb it. And I think that that the fact that thirty five to forty percent of Delhi's pop, children actually live in really insanitary slums which 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 don't have clean water where sanitation is not there uh, where uh, and and the inner city areas that is part of the story i my my very strong feeling in delhi and even uh, ngos have done studies which have shown very high levels of malnutrition in delhi in fact close uh, worse than sub saharan africa and that's really a wake up call and and it is because not that you know even even my street child can can earn picking up picking rags, 100, 150 rupees. It's not that you don't have the money to eat, Mm -hmm. but if you live in an environment, so it is really the the fecal related. uh, 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 Then there's the question of the mother, you know, malnutrition sets in in the first two or three years. If the mother has no, you know, uh, has to go go out to work, she can't breastfeed her child, there are no no treasures. No, Mm -hmm. and and her capacity also, the the need for treasures, for day care centres, Need for maternity benefits or so that and the mother can. And all this we're talking about not child. in, as I said,
0: in a backward <laughs> region of India, we're talking about this in our national <laughs> capital. It's under the <laughs> nose of not just <laughs> our <laughs> chief <laughs> minister, <laughs> but of all parliamentarians uh, who attend parliament. Pinaki, Mishra, I come in it's here it's because it, I think what it's. What I'll just what come back to Harshkita. I wanted to you you just. The contrast? of
9: caring, I think.
0: It's the absence of caring, of seeing what's under our nose. But Pinaki Mishra come in here, we compare Delhi and uh, Orissa, some of the poorest areas in districts of India, of course, in Orissa, and the malnutrition figures are almost the same. Yet you have here, both in Delhi and in Orissa, you have very popular chief ministers, chief ministers who won, uh, uh, Naveen Patnaik, of course, uh, marking 13 years as chief minister. Why is it that malnutrition still remains so high in a state where central funds, uh, state funds have been poured in year after year?
5: So please give me a couple of minutes uh, sure. because you know this is very important that I I nail this issue on your national program. I'm very grateful to uh, you know Mr. Harsh Mandir that uh, you know he's shown some skepticism about the uh, data that has uh, you know been the form the backbone of this CAG report because you know frankly if, if any of us had shown skepticism, we would have said the politicians as usual are showing scepticism about the CAG report, you know, since it's somebody as highly regarded as Mr. Uh, and you know, he's one of the most respected figures in this field, along with Mr. Saxena, N.C. Saxena, who's the other Supreme Court appointed yes. commissioner, I think you will realise that there is a problem and mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem is that this data is completely faulty. The fact of the matter, Sonia, is that Orissa, mm-hmm. uh, as per the National uh, fa- you know, the Family Health Survey uh, 3, which was done in 2006 that Mr. Monday referred to, yes. has shown a drop of f- from 52% to 42% in malnourishment. It yes. is the sharpest drop in the country. The national mm-hmm. average drop was 2%. And this is when Naveen Patnaik took over in 2000. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, the second survey, I think the figure was some 70% odd. So from seventy percent we are down to forty two percent in two thousand six. Mr. Mandir is right, there has been no latest sample done. We've done third party NGO sampling now. We are down to thirty eight percent apparently. So these figures are completely faulty with great respect. I but have isn't to it say it worrying Pinov Minister? You know, considering this is I, how we're auditing. Uh, may I just may no, I, a, I me just me want second. to ask
0: you on that figure, isn't <coughs> it worrying? Considering this one is one how we are auditing one of our most expensive welfare schemes, ICDS
5: no I the central government so ministry as far as it is concerned yeah, there, nice must mm-hmm. there must be savage indictment there must be savage indictment i'll tell you that straight away you know, there programs. are so many faulty that, so many faulty issues here that uh, that i have to tell you that you know that we could spend a whole program of yours mm-hmm. on on indicting why what is going wrong there but let me just say what the the, the supreme court commissioners uh, in fact mm-hmm. have recommended replication of the odisha model as the ideal model and that's mr mandir himself you know the planning commission has done a, a survey yeah. and they have said there's high level of satisfaction in the uh, you know in the in the, uh, the, the areas which countries are countries most affected
0: no but mr but Jay sorry one was
7: moment, i don't know
0: so you're saying Orissa has actually done well and you, you won't buy the, Gujarats, you, you won't buy the Gujarat you figures? Madhu Yakshi gaut is that politically motivated but, that you won't buy the Gujarat figures? It's embarrassing consa- compared to Soviet how say Delhi and, uh, and Andhra Pradesh are doing?
7: As I said, see I, I can start defending my state. Let's not get into this because we last five years, including the Pinaki's own party, MP Mr. Jay Panda visited uh, Supriya to Sachin and visited even Orissa. So we're sensitizing chief ministers. We even we, we, with our efforts, it's raised in the NDC. discussion in NDC. So let's not discuss and defending the which state done well, which state not done better here. There are various programs to be clubbed here right from food security bill which is required under poverty relation programs to employment guarantee scheme, national rural health emissions scheme, all this has to be combinedly put it. So we, if you start saying the figures, says we can differ, we can say that okay, Gujarat is doing well, we can, I can give a different figures also. So let us not start the first of all we thank you to you Sonia you know, to uh, raise this particular here? issue here other than just yes. political issues here. So, President, there are various programs. Government is serious about it. No, the you know. Prime Minister has taken but very seriously the funding. I don't getting to bring to allocating not, the funds. I The midterm w- scheme I, yes. is most important yeah. to NBC. Uh, Madhu, problem. I just want to bring in Professor Joshi and here because too.
0: I think well, we shouldn't get too much nitpicking at figures. Yeah, I agree that well, we must assess whether the figures are faulty or not. But isn't it worrying? Isn't it worrying that for such a huge program like ICBs, no, we, is we don't have because Prime Minister Prasen, is a national leader. Let me get In it, go everyone
6: ahead, Prashant. We need
7: to work on this. Every, no, every what, citizen has what, to work on what this.
6: what I what I want to say is that you know what worries me is that we are uh, defending and uh, you know trying to there is a kind of a, a one-upmanship, on a uh, kind of thing which I'm seeing. That's better. It's not about that. Of course, we'll have to divide forces when we. Uh, came in myself and mr amir khan when we both became part of this campaign mm-hmm. one thing we had liked is the citizen alliance which which was uh, devoid of any party uh, divides and there were people from all sort of parties came mm-hmm. together and felt that this is a national issue and uh, i think when figures come in front of us rather than getting shocked and getting, you know, more proactive in terms of and an examining what we are doing, uh, where, did, where we are going right and where we are not going right and, uh, you know, increasing our efforts, we should not get, get on to sort of start, you know, try to outshine each other because that's not what the motive is. The fact is this country's uh, and, and there is a huge difference. I am also uh, hearing the word hunger. I think the hungry versus malnutrition is very different. Yes. See, ma- it, you could be, you could, your stomach could be filled, but you could still be malnourished because there is a certain kind of complex education required about it, which is actually very simplistic. In this campaign we have tried to simplify it, that is not that difficult to take care of the mother uh, when she is uh, she's conceiving a child and what kind of food she should be getting for 9 months mm-hmm. and how breastfeeding, which is a misconception that a cholesterol is, is not good and we, we try to tackle that also, it, that don't throw it, it's a very important thing for the child. Post that. What kind of? I mean, we have even advocated no water at all mm-hmm. for six months. For the first w, yes. It's only breastfeeding because the contaminated water we have in our country. It, to save the child from that, if the child only is breastfed, mm-hmm. then then and it, it, a lot a lot more chances of child survival. So I'm saying that there are many issues which we need to bring into the forefront. Is, and I think like media itself. Have, I, I don't think we have taken malnutrition as seriously and we have discussed it as seriously as we should discuss because more we discuss more information goes out there people do not know, I keep hearing about the government sure. schemes yes there are government schemes but. When we started this campaign, we said there is going to put a lot of pressure on every government, the state governments and other departments to be able to provide for, because you know, if you're saying that that's available out there on the anganwadi, it has to be available at the same time. There has to be an effort from this side of educating people what they should be asking for. On the other side, you have to provide for that. And I also reorienting, I think... Task.
0: I think reorienting also the model of development in some states and Jain and Vyas come in here that's because amazing. as I said we can argue about figures and we've got a question on a second screen coming in that are allocated funds not being properly spent to fight malnutrition amongst kids. I mean that's really a big question which comes up when we talk of central welfare schemes. We know that in fact even uh, the Women and Child Development Ministry hasn't spent all their funds to fight uh, child malnutrition. Now Gujarat and your Chief Minister often challenged this notion of welfare schemes and said that you know if you have good governance, if the state is on the growth path, every there will be development and this these issues will be addressed as well. He says Gujarat's model of development is not lopsided. Would you agree with that? Because that's what you've been under attack on. General Anvias, go ahead.
8: Yes, yes. Uh- I would like to say, like this number one, that as far as these programs which were being discussed, Mm
6: -hmm.
8: more or less every government has similar programs. And the central government also chips in with similar kind of programs (coughs) to help reducing the malnutrition. The difference, as far as Gujarat is concerned, is according to me in three major uh, areas. Mm -hmm. Number one, the good governance where these programs are taken to the people and the beneficiaries effectively and implemented that is one but more importantly is the chief minister of Gujarat who has laid this program from the front he has made this program, converted this program virtually into a people's movement you know there are voluntarily donation camps for Sukhdi for example for the pregnant mothers the dairies collect additional milk which is give, then fed to the malnourished children at the school level, when every day the dairy milk collection is done. Gujarat, you know, you may be aware, produces 9% of the milk produced by the country. So these are some of the voluntary donations programs that the society is also encouraged to donate one day meals in the school, where they serve good nourishing food to the children. So this has been converted according to me, apart from all this folic acid, iron, Tablets and the balwo uh, really and the kind the state of government programs and all these
7: things and
8: the monitoring. No. The movement has been converted into a people's movement, and that is where I think I have seen the dramatic change as far as malnourishment is concerned. We have been able to contain it, and now we are on the improvement curve So I think that is where the major difference lies.
0: Pinaki you wanted to react. Go ahead. Go ahead,
5: Pinaki. Yeah, you know, Sonia, I just want to agree with Prasun Joshi. He's absolutely right that this is not a contentious or fractious debate at all, mm-hmm. and there is no occasion for one one-upmanship. Right. But you know, one has to feel a little sorry if your major headline on you know um, um, you know NDTV says that Patnaik has failed. Uh, then that's a little sad because this is really one of his significant successes, uh, and therefore that's what I feel sad about. uh, And let me tell you that this is the central government in this particular ministry has been one of the significantly poorly uh, handled ministries with great respect. Uh, You know we've been for 90 days, 100 days, 120 days money doesn't come so for 3 to 4 months the state is completely starved of money because there is absolutely such a laggardly approach in sending money when you send the money. Do you know that unlike the midday meal scheme, fuel and transportation is not part of the uh, I C D S scheme? So it is, it's you know, it's included in the rupees four rupees that they give you. So now p- they are trying to restructure it. They haven't taken the worst uh, areas of Orissa. It's completely lopsided. They, they haven't taken Kandamal. None of the K B K districts have been taken in that restructuring. But so really, there is no thinking at the central government level. No,
0: but Pinaki, given those aspects, as I said, why we've said Sheila, Nitish, Patnaik fail is because for us in a current situation, the CAG report figures based on the uh, health ministry figures have these, so we can debate about this, but so this is a Patnaik CAG is report one of the, which could be tabled the, in parliament, which Patnaik is likely is, to be tabled Patnaik in
5: parliament. Patnaik is one of the... But, I know, but Patnaik is one of the significant uh, you know, uh, persons who has actually made a difference in this. So to call him a failure in this is so unfair. That's Har- all I was trying to say.
0: Harish Mandir, uh, uh, yes. back to the central theme Sir. of the debate really, because we were linking governance with the impact on malnutrition figures. You made the point that uh, in Gujarat you have often questioned the model of development. Do these figures and whether we can debate on how right or wrong they are, they show a certain trend. Do you think in states where you have uh, chief ministers who are known for good governance, whether it's Maharashtra, whether it's Madhya Pradesh, whether it's Gujarat, I'm choosing these three because the turnaround being shown. There is a difference in the impact on the ground. You need political will to get these schemes moving.
9: No, see, I I want to step aside from politics. I'm convinced about Madhya Pradesh. I'm convinced about Chhattisgarh, both BJP rule states. I'm convinced about Purissa I'm not convinced about Gujarat and it might sound a, a partisan posi- uh, uh, position from my side but I haven't seen the same kind of focus on social equity issues there but I I, I don't really want to get into that that's not that I'm really glad we're debating today three four things I wanted to very quickly say firstly the fact that we don't have data which we can really rely upon is not an accident. It, 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 it's something that 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 what we so hold we'll really important will count, and we uh, I, I, and and we will monitor. So I think that that's that that's that's one uh, one thing that we must have better data. Second, please recognize that one in every third malnourished child in the world is Indian. So India, I mean if. If anything is important in this country, we need to make it. We, we, we are reflecting on a food bill, but the food bill, the, the standing committee has actually got a recommendation not to put ICDS into the food bill. At least let us make, uh, make, it, make it a legal requirement. Uh, the ICDS system itself barely identifies, you know, Sonia, uh, uh, how much. The ICDS recognizes one percent of children to be severely malnourished, yes. whereas our own NFS data says seventeen percent. So our system is not is not doing no, this. And
0: also auditing uh, the uh, auditing the money ma- ma- spent, uh, the fact that the ICDS scheme actually so yes. on didn't, on didn't on use on all the funds that was actually uh, given to it in the uh, first place. Uh, can, can, As pinaki complains uh, about not getting funds, uh, the uh, central uh, central ministry hasn't even used all the funds that it actually got.
9: Using, i just to two very quick more points. Yes. Just one, one, yes. one, just that that along with along with food and nutrition, we must look at sanitation. Sixty percent of the world's uh, de- open defecation happens in India, mm-hmm. and I think the malnutrition story is also very strongly linked to very poor sanitation, and we need to think about that as well. Mm-hmm. And finally, that the breastfeeding—if if the mother has to breastfeed for the first six months—please think of the impoverished mother who has to work every day uh, after her child is born. Unless we, we, we really can, can create conditions where she has maternity benefits, she can sit in her home, she can take care of her child. So how will you give, not how will see give her the environment for that? Really
0: Madhu Yakshi, Yakhsh, final comments, very quick final comments. So from
9: no, 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 quick, no, my quick comments
7: here, my practical experience when we visited Madhya Pradesh, Bihar, and UP, even Bihar and UP, Dimpul Yadav was also with us, we found those Anganwadi workers forging the books. They are giving the data without even checking the children, the weight they was manipulated and wrongly noted that children was there, then weighed and distributed the nutritious food for them. So these figures are completely fudged. So don't go with the figures. We cutting. We never went into political here. We took cutting across political parties. You should appreciate one uh, senior journalist. Neerjah Choudhury was instrumental to organizing MPs to uh, citizens, and including Khan roped into this program. And central government prime minister has taken very keen interest on this. Various programs taking no, up then, to the NDC to... But then so these, le- figures these figures are fudged. These figures, no, I can assure you, f- f- Sonia, so these figures, figures are fudged. So which figures we
0: actually believe they have fudged? a final so call somewhere, which figures do we actually Dangan believe, as I said these are figures in a CAG
1: document Ata, given by a government AP of reports. India
0: ministry, which figures do we actually believe, we have to leave this debate here but I think the larger issue is as Prasun and Harsh and all I of you have pointed out, it's, a it's it not just the malification of India, it's not just about not just which state is done better or not but it does show which state is delivering, thank you all very much for joining me tonight, we are going to take a quick break after that, well on the eve of Women's Day, Shah Rukh Khan announces what will be a major change in Bollywood. Ladies first, at least in the titles of movies.
9: I personally believe women are anyway superior. Uh, it's a come down for them if they uh, try to be equal to men. But uh, I think it's a point that needs to be made. Shah Rukh Khan, championing the cause of women
8: as he launched his latest ad campaign from the sleepy town of Panchani where the king is also shooting for his latest film Chennai Express
9: We have to remain in our own uh, area of expertise and try to do or say
8: things which bring about very small changes perhaps Leading by example, all
3: Shahrukh films will treat women differently
9: Whatever the level of seniority or expertise an actor, uh, an actress has and uh, similarly in award functions, the biggest, the grandest, the loudest is the best actor award, why not the best actress award? While the Bachcha
8: stressed on the need for society to change, he also had a thought on the bravery award bestowed upon Nirbhaham posthumously.
9: We don't need to lose lives of women or children or men uh, to create honours in their names.
8: Well, in an industry dominated by the male star, always regarded as superior to his female counterparts, he was hoping, with this king's speech, things would change. NDTV Better Report